Welcome to the family with Dr. Avesh MD Hackmaster, Andy Brant Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. And Catherine Brandt will be here eventually. With Jude, I'm sure. Puppy. We will be right back, kick things off with the family. Walzer Automotive introduces the new kids on the block, not the band. It's their three newest dealerships. Experience the Walzer Way at Wyzetta Nissan on 394 or Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Mazda on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake. I've had all three general managers on the podcast, and I can honestly say that Mike, John, and Brett are some of the finest car people in the seven-county Mosquito Control District. This month, in addition to great deals, they're searching for used cars and will pay Kelly Blue Book Excellent whether you trade or sell outright. Some reconditioning can't apply, so please, no flood cars from Apple Valley. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Chevy, Mazda, or Nissan, check out the new kids on the block. Don't tell them Tom sent you. Just show up and be amazed. That stuff never works anyway. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Billy Squire's underrated. He's an interesting guy. I know. You're a lot bigger than he is. <laughs> I know, he's a little man. <laughs> is, he, is he a squirt? Yeah, he is a squirt. He's not a big man. Hey, no offense. <laughs> well, you know, Cassie's such a building. <laughs> I've taken offense my whole she's life. A, she's, she's such a br- you know, brick house. She's a brick house, there's no doubt about it. Billy Squire. Did you know... What? That that song is not about a fat woman. The Stroke? The Brick House. Oh, he's a brick house. It's about a muscular woman. Is she mighty, mighty? Exactly. That letting it all I, hang out? Yeah, the letting it all hang out part <laughs> always made me <laughs> Well, that's like, like So it was a questioning woman? I don't know. No, or I always assumed it was about a, a like an obese woman, but it's actually about like a really muscular woman because... Built like a brick house was slang for super muscular. But letting it all hang out, does that mean the Schwanstucker? Yeah, that's right. I oh. don't think that's what they meant. <laughs> Here's my lovely wife, <laughs> yep. almost you on got time. It. Oh, my God. Let's Ours see. Retrograde, man. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Oh, it's about her boobs. Oh, I see. I, 
about what? Oh, it's about. So it's a breast. She's song. letting them all hang out. I'm not oh, okay. That. Oh, she's letting her boobs <laughs> hang <covered>. out. <laughs> Catherine thinks you're talking about your own mother thinks you're talking about her breasts. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yes, I'm hoping my son will talk about my breast. Today. Hello. <laughs> Thank God. Hello. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> We're talking about the song Brick House. Oh, Chase our brand. I saw the Commodores play that live. That was kind of cool. I bet. Yeah. The Commodores. That's a classic song. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I often wondered when I was a little kid, but I'm sure that they didn't grow up in a neighborhood like mine. There was a guy on TV, and he played a, a like a Navy Commodore. Yeah. And his name, on television, his name was Commodore Cappy, C-A-P-P-Y. That's catchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what Cappy means in the ghetto? No. What? Oral sex. Oh. oh. What? <laughs> A BJ. Oh, what doesn't mean oral sex? <laughs> I mean, every true. word. It's like that's a chicken head. True. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they call like a chicken, <laughs> chicken head. I wonder if Cappy would show up if I looked it up. Did they call? Most did likely. they call women back in your neighborhood chicken heads? Chicken head. Mm-hmm. How do you know about chicken heads? That, that's been around for that, ages. That, but I learned that. To me. I learned that on uh, Chappelle's show uh, or his skit. Oh. I know black people. And oh, I, just, yeah. I know black. People. <laughs> I just watched it, and they talked, and funny. they had, and they had, a, they had a. I just, I just remember they had a white guy, middle-aged professor, with the jacket and the beard. Oh, it was the best character. And he, and he told me, he said, "Well, chicken head, that would be a, a prostitute." <laughs> yeah. ah. All right. I get it. Oh God. I don't want to, but I got it. My favorite though. What? Yeah. I found Commodore Cappy. I did too. Well, it was John Gallus. I didn't even know it was John John. Oh, really? John the one that did guy. the the movie thing on Sundays? Yeah, he did the uh, Laurel and Hardy Laurel show. And Hardy and, show. But John Gallus is a oh. wonderful, wonderful man. He's, he's no longer with us. Oh, he's dressed exactly like Laurel or Hardy. I forget which one's which. He is? Oh. Yeah. He's got, he's got the mustache and the glasses and everything. Commodore Cappy. Commodore Cappy. And then he also was known as Bats Bunny. What? What's Bats Bunny? It says WCCO I... Commodore Cappy, 1950s, 3D TV, Bats Bunny. I don't know. Probably means from? oral sex. <laughs> probably <laughs> does. Oh, well, here you go. Uh, this is a different take on it. Uh, there's a Commodore supercar, apparently, a sneak peek. It says three rappers... Cappy, J Dub, and Jizzy. Ugh, oh see, God. there it is again. <laughs> there you have it. There it is again. In the ghetto, it means something not Commodore Cappy. That would be a high value work, <laughs> high value activity. I'm guessing that it has uh, so many words. Well, it's so cheap. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to pay anything. Well, so. maybe you did. But well, maybe you did with a hooker. Bucks, I guess. Oh. Commodore, oh. I love John Gale. It's a wonderful guy. Here's a guy, by the way, and now that he's. Uh, no longer with us. I could probably pass this on, and but he wouldn't mind anyway. But he had a, uh, a, a sister that had special needs. Okay. And whenever he didn't know where she was, he always watched over her. It was unbelievable. But she would, you know, once in a while break loose or, you know, leave without him knowing it. Sure. And he'd always come and track her down over on West Broadway and Lindale, where that guy hit the bus bench, this, you know, mm-hmm. on that corner. 
but he would be crying every time he found Aww. her. It was really sweet. It, it, one of the nicest men I've ever known. A great, much nicer than like Ralph. Yeah, thank you. You know what there I'm saying? Just, it's just not the salt of the earth. I'm surprised just you made it in with all your what? gardening oh, things geez. that you oh, get done. Yeah, I was supposed to work last night. Rained. What's with the weather? Yeah, you you insisted. You insisted. You assured me, Tom, that get you would get to like the first week in, through June, second week in June, perfect weather. The weather's been just. June, that's always so optimistic about the weather. The second week in July was the only week that my my father always said the second week <laughs> in July week is year. the only one that you should go up to the cabins Hilarious. or whatever because it's the only week where you can uh. be assured that there won't be any rain or anything and that's true I love the second it. week in july was nice it was hot but it, it was, was extremely wasn't rainy no it was wait nope. last week was were this? you you were back by then we got back on the ninth yeah okay so yeah it was the first week that was literally raining every day did yep. you guys get a lot of rain last night we got a flash oh, yeah. warning yeah so did we oh robbinsdale had oh, yeah, some robbinsdale crystal yeah. uh north yeah. mini Northeast Minneapolis and North Minneapolis. It was like a monsoon out there. And then we had a beautiful rainbow. (laughs) We didn't get that much rain at our house. That was just a few miles away. It was a wonderful rainbow. It was was a double rainbow. (laughs) Too excited. (laughs) Really excited about that double rainbow. Well, double rainbow. Looking for the good. Looking for the good. Mm -hmm. You know, it just sucks this time of year when you get that much rain and then the sun comes out. It's so humid afterward. It's like a steam bath outside. I don't know. I thought today felt better than the last couple of days, but. Yeah. Well, it's not as humid today. You're right about that. Which is surprising that. with all that rain. Still pretty gross out. It is pretty gross <laughs> But it's only 82. Yeah, I could see that. I could absolutely. Uh, look, Elon Musk, you know that he's nuts. I mean, everybody knows he's off his rocker, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's just he's not quite on that rail. Just sort of barely on the rail. Well, Elon Musk is now in a dispute with Pablo Escobar's brother. Oh, why wouldn't he? Do you think that's a good idea, Elon? <laughs> He's arguing he, Rob, Roberto Escobar says that Elon Musk stole his idea. Oh. So I got to tell you, you probably better convince him you didn't steal his idea. Otherwise, then they're going to find you again. <laughs> I promise yeah. you What that. could go wrong? Yeah, what could possibly go wrong with an Escobar? Elon Musk's super popular limited edition flamethrower. Uh, but... <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> I'm just reading what it says. Super honey. popular limited edition flamethrower. Flame okay. And then after that, in parentheses, it says, Elon says, not a flamethrower. Oh, just like Fawny oh. would <laughs> just say. Just like Fawn would. Not a flamethrower. <laughs> was actually Pablo Escobar's brother's idea, says Pablo Escobar's brother. Roberto Escobar released his own tactical toy flamethrower last week. You can buy one for 250 bucks. A toy. A toy flamethrower. Okay. And it's actual flame it shoots, by the and way. And that's a toy. It's not toy flame. It's mm-hmm. real flame. Uh, press release acknowledges the product is similar to a product issued earlier this year by Elon Musk, the boring company. But that's because Escobar came up with the idea before Musk did, he claims. I want the people to be able to burn money like me and Pablo used to do. I burned probably a couple of billion dollars over the years. Okay. Oh, if you just cool send guy. some Man. to me. Yeah, could you just send us one-tenth of it? I'd prefer it. 
Uh, a handful of poor people in Mexico. Don't be burning that money for yeah. that poor soul. Yeah, or maybe just give it away rather than just burn it. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. a thought. Just a thought. I literally burned $2 billion for many reasons. The drug lord's brother says in the release, Escobar says one of Musk's engineers visited the Escobar compound in 2017, discussed the idea with him, and then Musk came out with his version the following year. Escobar 72 is threatening to sue Musk. <laughs> well, the only you know what will happen to you, sir? Mm. I don't care how much money you have. He has just as much money, if not more, so it's just going to be tied up in court until you die. I don't think so this is a court fun. issue. No, this is not going to be a court. This, this would be like say, saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sue the mob over this. They're gonna, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. And I, they, 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 may, they, they may choose extrajudicial <laughs> tactics in <laughs> this may. regard. They may. There You're you right. go. Well, it's are, and there also may be just crooked enough lawyers to try to get involved in this. I'm, oh, just, thinking. Yeah. I'm just thinking. Oh, they're not good. A crooked lawyer? Who ever no. heard of it? Escobar72 is threatening to sue if Musk doesn't give him $100 million in cash or shares in Tesla. So far, Musk's only response was to tweet, It's not a flamethrower, Mr. Escobar, and add that he actually stole the idea from the movie Spaceballs. <laughs> the tweet apparently angered Escobar with Escobar Incorporated CEO Olaf Gustafsson. Well, now Spaceballs is going to go after him. Oh, issuing, yeah, trying to get sued. <laughs> Mel Brooks. Yeah. Mel Brooks will sue him. A statement uh, the next to NextWeb saying, Elon's tweet shows that he is guilty. Escobar himself added, Elon, we both know you stole from me. Remember, uh-huh. in the 1980s, you were a small baby boy when I was running the world. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <whoa>. <laughs> no, inflate, no inflated egos no, here. Not titan, at all. Titans of egos and oh nothing my else. God. You want to talk an ego. Here's some ego coming your way. Roberto Escobar then says, now you made a few billion, even 20 billion. That's what I made in a good two weeks, my friend. <laughs> oh, I doubt that. This is, I love hearing billionaire, billionaires get in a pissing match. I believe that he's bragging, mean, but all of, where did he get his money? Oh my God, let's settle this Murdering. like gentlemen. Send me the Tesla shares to Escobar Incorporated now. There, Escobar Incorporated. How hasn't all of that been seized? Because Mexico is the most corrupt place on earth, and no one. Well, it's Colombia, did... isn't it? Well, weren't they in Colombia? Or maybe they're, they're even more Colombia. corrupt than Mexico. Yeah, I don't if know. Well, oh, yeah, where is Escobar Incorporated headquartered? Escobar. Uh, Can we get shares? Maybe we, get, maybe we should get some shares. Get some shares in that, and then oh. bitch about oh, it. California. So Escobar Incorporated is in California. It's even worse. Are you kidding me? Jesus. Of course, it's in wow. California. They're not going to do anything yeah, about but, it unless it's like a. But you know. let's let's go back a little. That's, Quite true. Can we, can we just just go back just a little bit? What's with what's with a flamethrower? What's with, <laughs> I don't know. What's with a flamethrower? I I have well, no let's idea. Let's say you're a drug lord and you just want to singe people. You just need a toy. A little singeing. A toy mm-hmm. flamethrower, not the full one. Man. That's what I'm thinking. That would not be good. There's no doubt about it. Burn off people's eyebrows. Uh, It it looks (laughs) like a toy. It does look like a toy gun, but it shoots from what I can see so far. Yeah, let's look at this this flame here. Do they have a video? I don't know if they have a video, but they got a still photo of it. But apparently, Roberto heard me talking about him because it won't come up now. (laughs) Come on! I I bet you could find one on YouTube. Yeah, maybe. There's a YouTube demonstration. You might be right. Because somebody's purchased that already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, what, about a six-foot flame? 
Oh my god. What? Yeah. It's about a yeah, look at this. A six foot flame. Four to six. Oh, nice wow. toy. God. <laughs> World. I would not let my children have that. And it's like <laughs> Well, what, I'm glad. Three feet across. The flame is like three feet wide. It's huge. Wow. Well, why is that considered a toy? I don't understand. What I think legally they have to call it a toy. Because if they call it a would weapon, need they wouldn't need a flamethrower for. Maybe I could burn up all the weeds. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, can buy those. You can buy those. You can buy those. Yeah. It goes on the propane tank. It's a long, big wand that's got the flame in it. I know, but that's just too small. You need a good six foot. I need to light my grill. I mean, come on. Okay, Catherine, I got some bad news for you. In about another 33 years. Oh, in 33 years. I'll probably in 33 years. This, i got to read this because I, we only got about a minute left, so I, I want to get through this. A Georgia family celebrating the amazing love story of a couple married 71 years oh, I saw that. before their deaths. Oh, well. He died at 2.20 a.m. on Friday, age 94. His wife, Frances, died 2.20 p.m. He hours. died at 2.20 a.m. He died, or she died at 2.20 p.m. Hmm. Exactly. 12 hours. Did she did they dose like themselves? You. Did they dose themselves? No, they just died. Are you sure? I'm not sure, but That's you common, have. Though. Look, it's up. You have to take yourself deep twelve hours after <laughs> I die. I promise I won't. <laughs> I promise I won't. Or you can you, some dedication. You can either do that, or you can do what uh, they've traditionally done in uh, Irinjaya, where you cut off your fingers. That's right. Hmm. Why where do they I do that? Irinjaya. Why would I need my fingers pa- if you pa- were pa- dead? Pa- pa- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Papa, yeah, we have one, you got one finger off. Papa New Guinea. That's what the oh, wives okay. do. Oh, All right. Mm. Oh, man. What a, what a tradition, man. I don't understand ding, ding, ding. any of it. It's, oh, my God. Now we got Susan Rice calls the Chinese diplomat a racist and disgrace. We'll talk about that right after the break. We shall be right back. Honestly, God, more racism. It's just rampant, apparently. It is. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. 
or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Dear, 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 dear. There it is right there, lady. A white wedding. I just saw uh, Billy. Uh, a racist oh. song. Dog the racist fart. song. That's right. White wedding. <laughs> did you fart? Yeah. <laughs> I'd announce that. Jude has just been... Fart something's blossom. wrong with him. He got a lot of farting going on. Oh, it could be the nasty. heat, though, too. It affects dogs. Makes them fart? Well, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of the heat farts. Could be dehydrated. Oh, could be. God. It's absolutely true. Awful. Former National Security Advisor Susan Rice called a Chinese Jude. diplomat a racist disgrace after he brought up race relations in Washington, D.C. while defending China's detention of an estimated one million Muslims. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. They, that's, that's, a, that's a big accusation that they, they've not only done that, but they've separated children from their families. And the children are sent to a place where they are told what to believe. So they just strip them of their religion and then teach them Chinese, strip them from their language. Just it's a rough, really rough accusation. So, you know, it ain't like anything in Texas, tell you that. In a now-deleted tweet, Zhao Lijian said, If you're in Washington, D.C., you know the white never go to the southwest area because it's an area for the black and the Latin. How is that racist? Is he wrong? How is that racist? I'm just exhausted with the whole thing. He just said that a lot of black and Latin people live in that neighborhood. Why is that racist? It it is. He's just stating a fact rather than uh, a bigot, uh, uh, judgmental thing or prejudicial thing. It's just... I'm telling you, if they don't stop, and I'm talking about the news media and the politicians, if you don't stop with this racist thing, that word's going to end up meaning nothing. Uh, it's it already, already does. yeah. No it one totally cares does. if you call them a racist nobody, anymore. Yeah. Nobody, nobody gets alarmed at that anymore, unless it's like a blatant, you know, mean, and, horrible thing. And it's possible, it's possible, if history does repeat itself, well, history does repeat itself, is that the Mars landing may be the apex, just like the moon landing was for oh, yeah, the terrible yeah. the 60s. Horrible That 60s. might be the, the end of the violence that we're going to see in the next five to ten Which years. Which we are. Yikes. It's, things are going to get I really hope you're violent. Wrong. No, it's, I'm telling you, there's some violence coming on, as Chris Rock would say. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I agree. I think that, and I think that uh, things like the. Uh, 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 Democratic National Convention, the riots in Chicago. I mean, that stuff's right. going to happen. No, that's exactly right. No, at, well, and they're supposed to storm uh, Area 51. I didn't even realize it was still on. They're supposed to storm Area 51. That's once again, that's kind of an inciting oh, yeah. kind of a riot. It was a joke. That's the ma- amazing thing. This guy put a put up a you know loaded and put up a uh, a joke about why don't we all storm Area 51. And people are taking it seriously, and they're going to line up and storm Area 51. I'm finding that the world is definitely losing its sense of humor. <laughs> it kind of is, yes. Especially on Twitter. There's like, no, you can't have any sense of humor on Twitter whatsoever. Well, I think like on Facebook, there's like an event page thing for it. And what is there like over a million people say they're going, or in like, what did Tevin say yesterday? Like 900 some thousand are interested. Really? <laughs> and going. Oh, that's right, interested. He brought that up yesterday. <laughs> yeah. They're interested. 900,000 are interested going well they will uh, they will find out how hot it is in the yep. in the desert up there oh Ooh. yeah uh, it is rough it is very very hot it's 102 up there. in cornville 
right now. Cornville. Arizona, 102. Corn. Oh, that's where, that's that's, where your folks are? Yes. In yep. Carnville? We should definitely go kidnap them. Yeah. What do you think, Andy? Are you in? Uh, Just rent a van, throw them in there, bring idea. them home. Well, he didn't jump right on it, we'll so g- I don't know we'll if give he's them, all that if, fired up. Listen, if we give them enough candy, they'll just be happy. They like candy. <laughs> they like, who doesn't like candy? Why don't you give me candy to be happy? In a van, want some candy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Windowless van. Oh, okay, candy. I don't think they would kid. suspect me in foul play, though. That's the thing. <laughs> I guess so. Or I'm just taking you to uh, Pizza Hut. That's where we're, where we're yeah, going. That's exactly. There's, that's a ticket. <laughs> Give them uh, some sleeping pills for 36 hours and bring them home. All right, I got to tell you up front that I've known Dave Dahl for decades. And one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet, yeah, Dave he's Dahl. Very nice. Weather guy at Channel 5. Good sense of humor. He does. He's just a really nice guy. Unfortunately, he's getting hammered on Twitter. Oh, God. Unfortunately, well, we were watching him last night. Yes. This is why they hammered him. Unfortunately, the warnings came during the Bachelorette, prompting an angry response from uh. devoted Twin Cities fans of the ABC hit show. No time for severe weather interruptions during fantasy suites. I couldn't believe that. So you don't want to hear if there's a tornado the coming your way? No. Well, I think it's always supposed to be ending. It's sort of like the Kardashians. Well, no, it I never mean, really ends, though. When they interrupted The Bachelor, that was oh. like months ago. Well, it just happened no, again. No, it happened again last, last night. night. Oh. Anytime there's severe weather warning, something mm-hmm. gets interrupted, it's right? It's their job. And the yeah. losers get all mad because they're well, that Here's the thing, show. people there's something called a DVR. Or you can always go back and go to Hulu or whatever and Ex- rewatch the yeah. dang episode. Exactly. Not like it disappeared forever. No time for severe weather interruptions during fantasy suites. I am not here for this Dave Dahl. Was one of the kinder tweets made about the weather guy. Many of the others are too rude to share. Yeah. Judging by one tweet, the interruption by Dahl lasted roughly 11 long purgatory-like minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure sure Dave really appreciates that one. Oh, wow. I'm looking at some of these tweets. Oh, they're not friendly. Yeah, Bring Me the News actually had that as a news story. That's what I'm looking at. Bring Me the News I commented on that saying, uh, yeah, we we wouldn't want to warn people of danger. From Taylor at T. Corum. Dave Dahl, I don't give a flying F. Get off my damn TV. That's oh just God. sad. From Weldy, I follow at A. Dunkel for my weather needs. I don't need Dave Dahl ruining the Bachelorette. Who is A. Dunkel? I don't know. Yeah, who's a what, what station Dunkel. is he on? Well, you know, it's, it's A. Underscore Dunkel. Yeah, Dunkel. We got We got. But we have to. You know, as far as our Anthony our, our, Dunkel, our weather people. I think we gotta we gotta get some of the women in the tight in the tight dresses like they do in L.A. and sure, they do in Mexico sure. and okay. Central America and South America. You, you gotta, I'm gonna tell o- Miami. I'm gonna tell AOC what you're saying. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that, that's that's a sta- that's sort of the standard, and it really the, most of the weather people, the the weather women. Are, are that way they the are weather in these tight vixens? dresses. That's oh yeah, the true. weather the weather vixens, the weather the weather it's nymphs. A, the weather nymphs. It's been a joke for like That's twenty nice. thirty years. Yeah. Did an episode of the King of the Hill where um, Luann got a job as the weather girl, <laughs> but she didn't. What she didn't realize was that she's going to be on the in front of a green screen. So she wore a dress green. that was all green except for the breast, like 
part was white, so she was a head with breasts and nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and viewership skyrocketed. Amazing. Well, it's true. Amazing. Or maybe put some of these guys in real, t- we could put these guys in, you know, tights, you know, in a tight shirt. Yeah. Most of the guys are in pretty fit. Mm-hmm. You know, even Dave Dahl. Put it, maybe that's what we need to do. Put the guys in the tight clothes. Yeah, there you go. They'll tune right in. I don't really understand what Uncle Nick has to say here. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Nick. Uncle Nick says, try the watch The Bachelorette here in Minnesota. Get off my screen, Dave Dahl. The only weather information I am interested in is how fast that windmill is moving. What? The hell? What? Yeah. What's what weird is he's like a... Uh, a millennial aged dude watching The Bachelorette. That's yeah, that's true. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little creepy. <laughs> a little, little carrot action. Yeah. <laughs> the carrots out. No, gross. From James Maruzak, for those here in the Twin Cities whining to Dave Dahl about missing parts of The Bachelorette, please just watch the damn show online. People's lives are at stake when yeah. severe thunderstorms and tornado warnings are issued. Is your show more important than keeping your neighbors alive? Amen. Way to go, James. And what's more entertaining, watching The Bachelorette or watching the weathermen really get nuts when something exciting's happening? Because, <laughs> you know, some of them really go, they really go a little uh, uh, histrionic. Remember Barry's a van? He would come out and make oh, all yeah. those machinations and. Or machinations, I love, you want to pronounce I love it. the fact that he'd like point at the screen and like look over his shoulder. Here, I'm here. They had the, 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 the monitor on the wrong side. <laughs> <It was laughs> to look over his shoulder. Now you put that uh, in was, front of you. Well, that'll <laughs> it was happen. good stuff. Oh, this has got to be for Ralph right here. Please. Six reasons to be excited about the 2019 Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I can't Woo! wait, please. Yeah, you're a huge Viking fan. Hey, right? he's got a hey, whole Hey, the loons are doing well. Of... Hey, the loons are doing well. They, yeah, they won seven the... in a row. Michael Bryant said he uh, he ran into you over at the game. Or <laughs> he something. was at the game. It's <clears throat> exciting time. But what's going on with the Vikings? Okay, they say six reasons to be excited, and we'll see if you agree with any. Is anybody here a Viking fan other than me? Uh, I like know. them when they're playing well. But I don't really like football in general. Okay. Oh, Does that them. answer your question? You love the Vikings? <laughs> I've been a Vikings fan since I was a baby. Yeah. I've loved football since mm. I, even when I was an infant. I used I to sit there and just stare and watch well, the screen. Just for a minute, let's turn a blind eye to the head injuries, please. Yeah, mm-hmm. still time to absolutely get that done. After a disappointing 2018 campaign, what are some reasons to get excited about the upcoming season for the Minnesota Vikings? The Minnesota Vikings are just a few weeks away from beginning their 2019 training camp. The Vikings have had an offseason where they landed some key pieces in the NFL draft. They were able to re-sign some players, and they added a few free agents as well. Um, Minnesota's front office did their best to make the... uh, the team competitive in 2019, but will this actually end up being the case? The Vikings were 8-7-1 and one a season ago when many pegged them to be contenders for the Super Bowl. <laughs> that was never going to happen. Uh, Minnesota's big-name, high-priced quarterback wasn't enough to put them over the hump, and their staunch defense showed some cracks. Uh, Vikings fans were frustrated with the outcome last year, but 2019 should be a different story, so what are a few reasons why people should be excited about what's to come for your Minnesota Vikings during the season? Reason number one. Okay. Improved running game. There's no way around it. The Vikings had no running game a season ago. They became a one-dimensional offense early in the year and never got out of that funk. This has ultimately led to the firing offensive coordinator, John DeFilippo, and opened the door for Kevin Stefanski to take over the play calling. 
So basically, they'll replace Latavius Murray as a short yardage back with Alexander Madison. Okay. Uh, the Vikings also have Dalvin Cook, who is 100% healthy and ready for uh, the breakout year of 2019. Yeah, he needs to stop getting hurt. Mm-hmm. He does get hurt quite a bit. How does he do that? Oh, two reasons. One is he just uh, genetically susceptible. I mean, it, yeah, it's true. because some people are just are. He's got Marfan syndrome. <laughs> there you go, Marfan syndrome. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Rubber man. Or uh, just poor conditioning. I, those, those are the That could be. You know? That could be. The Vikings' offensive line was a nightmare a season ago. They were especially weak in the interiors. Neither one of their starting guards, Tom Compton and Mike Remmers, played at a level that would have been good enough to make a roster in the now-defunct AAF. Their inadequacies led to Kirk Cousins taking way too many unnecessary hits 2018. So they uh, went out and signed Josh Klein. Minnesota's also moving uh, Pat Elfline over to left guard 2019, which is better. Riley Reef and Brian O'Neill. Um, would round that whole situation up. So, so far, do you agree with that as I a big so. Viking fan? Yeah, as long as Dalvin Cook stays healthy, I yeah. think our running game will be strong. I think he keeps getting, like, hamstring injuries and thigh injuries yes. with his yeah. muscles. Well, then that's, that's, that points to me, poor conditioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, those certain players need maximum flexibility. Like running backs, they need maximum flexibility, and so they be more yoga, more stretching, you know, rather than just in, uh, strength training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I do not agree with this next one. Number three is another reason Viking fans should be excited about the 2019 season is that Kirk Cousins is in year two. This may not seem like a big deal on the surface, but it is huge. Cousins has had another full offseason to work with his playmakers. He clearly had strong rapports with Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, and Kyle Rudolph. Cousins can take those bonds to the next level in year two. He has never won a big game in his entire career, mm-hmm. so why don't we wait and see? Yeah, yeah that's a, those are wait-and-see well, kind of questions. And it's also going to depend on our offensive line, because if our offensive yes. line does not give him enough time yeah, to throw the ball accurately, he's not going to have a shot. Now, I mean, our wide receivers, we have a phenomenal wide receiver team, you know, grouping with mm-hmm. Thielen and Rudolph and Diggs, but, you know, it's just going to depend on our, our running game and our offensive line. No, it's going to depend on oh, two things. It's going to depend on two things. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, coach. Yeah, yeah, pretty much it. Coaching it, is a huge thing. Quarterback, coach, head coach, head coach. Those are the two things, and everything else falls in place after that. I mean, really, the quarterback, if he can find the target, it'll work it. But that's you know really, what they should do. The great teams, that's what it boils down to. They should have, they should remod, remodify football so that it's just the quarterback and the coach on the field. I like <laughs> it. So the, the coaches play defense, and the quarterback's got to get the ball to the end zone. How? You'd have to run it every time. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of an easy and defense gotta, to call if you know he's going to run every time. <laughs> well, but, I mean, it's the quarterback versus an overweight 70-year-old man. Right? Oh, well, that's <laughs> so that's And it's point. not so easy. Andy, no, I, that's, that's true. I'm not going to dismiss this out of hand, but it seems to me, it seems to me that that might be monotony. <laughs> that might be monotonous I'd to like many to see people. Bill Belichick out on the field. Oh, my God. The first few Can games would be uh, interesting. <laughs> Give you the stink eye. He always does anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah, imagine him, like, you know, trying to block Tom Brady or something yeah. like that. It would be, I like it. It would be interesting, I think. We'll be right back. We have the two final reasons why a Minnesota Viking fans should be looking uh, up and being very, very happy. We'll be right back with the family. 
What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Let's get out there and win the big one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there used to be a guy named Julie Pearlt at uh, Kauffman Stadium back in the old days, your University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. And Julie Pearlt sounded exactly like this It's third and ten, and here's the snap. I mean, that's how he sounded, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of my favorites of all time. I'm sitting in the stands. It was a it was a horseshoe shaped stadium. Yeah. It was open on, end on one end, and I'm sitting in the stadium, and all of a sudden this squirrel runs through the open part right <laughs> onto the field, and Julie Pearl goes, "He's back to pass. Completes one for three yards. It is second and seven. There's a squirrel on the field." <laughs> I wonder if you can find that to this day. I wish you could find it because it was a great. There's a squirrel on the field. How do you spell his name? Julie Perlt. It's P-E-R-L-T. Kaufman. Kaufman. That's that's an interesting Uh, name. They used to have a department store in Pittsburgh called Kaufman's. Yeah. Kaufman Union, baby. Huh. I I just love that old style of sports announcing. I I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. And it was actually called Memorial Stadium, but we always just called it Kaufman Stadium because it was next to Kaufman Union. Uh. <laughs> used to play a little, little basketball there. The one problem with uh, playing basketball at Kaufman Union, you want to talk about some racial problems now. You literally, whether the white players were up, because there was a running track around the ba- basketball court. Mm-hmm. So the players would stand up on the running track and watch the, the game they're not playing at that particular moment. Only, I don't know who decided this was a great idea, but you'd be playing, and all of a sudden, a 9-volt battery it whizzed right past your head. No. They would like, try pegging the players with batteries. Oh, Hurt like a bastard, I will tell you that. <laughs> Those Man. aren't cheap either. Nah. Well, I'm sure these are all worn out, oh. bad ones. <laughs> That's what I was, I was told to buy when I worked in the steel mill. My, uh, they said, they said buy a savings bond. And I said, I'm not buying a savings Uh-oh. bond. It's just terrible. It's just Uh-oh. terrible. And my dad says, you buy the savings bond. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? I'm not going to buy the savings bond. He says, look. 
you by the saying, otherwise someone's going to drop a wrench down next to your head from oh, the yeah. crane because you're not buying the savings bond. You buy true. the savings bond and keep it. It'll be fine. How much it cost you? Oh, not much. Not much. What was it? A couple bucks or 50 bucks. It's hardly anything 50 at 50 bucks. Uh, so back to the Vikings very quickly for a couple more. Shamar Stevens replacing Sheldon Richardson. Other than that, the starting 11 uh, pretty much returns all 11 starters on defense, so that's a, a very positive thing. Reason number five, you should be excited about the uh, Minnesota Vikings, the rookies. And I don't need to say anything more. It's just they're, they're, everybody's very, very fond of the rookies they chose, which is always great news because mm-hmm. we got fresh blood coming in, man. Sometimes they can, they contribute a ton, so that's cool. Uh, a new Viking season remains uh, means new chapters in the storied NFC North rivalries. Fans are to be excited for more opportunities to beat the Packers, Bears, and Lions, and the excitement parties and beers to be consumed when they meet each other in 2019. So here's the deal. Uh, the Packers are not going to be as good as they were. The Lions are never good. And we shall see about Chicago. Chicago wasn't bad last year. Uh, if the Vikings are to become kings of the North in 2018, or 2019, excuse me, they'll have to figure out a way to beat Chicago. The Bears absolutely destroyed Minnesota in 2018, and they completely had their number. That is a fact. So those are the reasons they think. They think the Vikings would be more competitive against the Bears. Six reasons why you should be excited about your Minnesota Vikings season. Coming up now in just a few weeks, they'll be going to camp. I know. Not I'm even excited. a few weeks. It's like, what, a week and a half? It's well. It's usually like the second week in August. When they or all show first up. week in August, they yeah. start camp. So it's like two to three weeks. Well, my son's football team—they're going to start at the end of this month. God, I know it's crazy. It is crazy. Oh, that is, that is. Well, it's like a state fair. They're in the news all twenty-four hour, you know, twenty-four-seven. They're in the news. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I suppose that's true. I don't know. The whole thing seems to me to be. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, you're, appre- you're apprehensive. I mean, that, and the Vikings have been sort of, should we say, mediocre. I mean, it's, well, it's just it's just it's it's painful not to have had a championship team here when Boston has had so many. Well, you have to understand that uh, it's been a little rough on me uh, since 1961. <laughs> they have never won the Super Bowl. They started the first year in 1961 and have not won. They were in four, and basically the four they were in, they were never really that close. Pittsburgh, I guess, was the closest, but it really, they, I believe they fumbled the second half kickoff, and you went, oh, here we go, another one, they're going to lose another one. And they did, of course, which set off a string of, what, five, six uh, wins by the Pittsburgh Steelers? They yeah. won, what, five, six Super Bowls. First one against your Minnesota Vikings, who still have not won a Super Bowl. So you take the 39 years, make it 49 years, make it 58 years. But they haven't even been in the, at the show. I mean, that, that's the thing about no, like Boston, which all. is so interesting. They have been, you know, they, they won the Super Bowl. They won the World Series. Their team came close to winning the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. The Celtics weren't there. But it, they just are in that, in yes. that, at that level. Yep, and I, I boy, I, I wish I, I wish someone would write is to get, have have any thoughts on why that is, why Boston would have such success, what culture drives that. There? Well, one of the reasons I will tell you, and it's an absolute fact, is they're on the East Coast. <clears throat> that is, if if you're in Los Angeles, even San Francisco, or on the East Coast, you're going to get much better players. 
Oh, okay, just because it's a nice place to be. Yes, because there's a lot of TV money. L.A., there's a lot of movie money. So these guys are attracted to the to the TV and movie money as a big part but of what's it. And in the Boston? big advertising. What's in Boston? Lobster? <laughs> well, they got a lobster. You know? Well, Boston's what, about 10 minutes from New York by oh, okay. helicopter? Higher education. And I guess yeah, but I, I'm education. trying to see what industries are there that would pull up. And New York makes sense because there's just huge money there. You're talking yeah. about Harvard? Harvard. Harvard up in Boston. Harvard. Catherine and I watched the fourth episode last night of the assassination of uh, Gianni, Gianni Versace. Versace yeah. Good God. Have you watched that? No, I haven't. Holy God, does that thing get gruesome. Yeah. I mean, this guy, that Andrew Cunanan, you remember him? Oh, yeah. He massacred the people that he killed. I mean, it wasn't just like kill them and walk away. He massacred he these people. Really, really. Whoa. When did he die? Did he die in prison or did he die? I some think he other died way? before they ever even arrested him. I really? Think, I think he killed himself. I'm not sure. Because I'm really, he... really glad that they didn't do this series while he was alive because he would have really loved that. Oh, he would have, yeah. He was an Andy, attention whore like nobody Would you look business. up Andrew Cunanan and see when he died and how he died? And he, and he K-U-N-A-N-E-N. It's actually a C. I have no idea. And he prayed on the gay, the gay people. Gay, people gay guys, right? Well, he didn't really well, he pray on them. He just, um, well, he had relationships with these people. Like, they were his they were like his lovers and yeah. friends. Those are the people he killed. He killed, he killed one friends. person because he wanted to. Well, I don't want to do a spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. But very few people were just randomly killed. It was mostly That's people true. that he actually knew. Yeah, he preyed on them. Gay but guys. I mean, not yeah, like he didn't just lovers. like. Well, yeah, but I mean, he wasn't just shooting gays in the park. Oh, I see. what I'm no. saying. Yeah, no. You know. He died in '97, so it's been a while. So was he arrested for well, 97 is no, because 97 is when he killed Versace. Yeah, he killed Versace and then killed himself, basically. He, that's oh, what I, I thought, didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. All yeah, right. he killed Versace and then killed himself because he... Uh, let's see. I remember, the, I remember the killing of Versace. I remember yeah, oh, that God, being yeah. all over oh, the yeah. news because I guess he was just like a really friendly local guy. He just you know, went and had... Everybody liked him. Everybody yeah. liked him. He was a very gregarious type of human being. Um, I remember that, but I don't remember all the gory details of the murder. And Ricky, Ricky Martin is playing his lover in it. Did you know that's Ricky Martin? Yeah. It is not. It is. It is too. It is. It is his his live-in lover. Uh, now Versace, that you said that, played by Ricky Martin. Oh. Wow. And he's good. He he's, looks he's good. Diff- he looks completely different. Looks doesn't a lot he? older. I'm well, guessing he's had a couple of uh, lifts, a couple of things done to his face. Mm-hmm. Around a little bit. He snip, snip. A, he looked different to me. He's only 47. Wow. Who? Ricky, Ricky Martin. Martin. Really? Yeah. He still have the mole? No, he got rid of that. <laughs> oh, I remember the mole. The plastic surgeon the, just yes. came out. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> the, pla- the plastic surgeon goes, "Yeah, what about that mole on your face?" That's I can real fix nice. that. Wow. Here's a quarter. Yeah, Go downtown nice. and have a rat gnaw that mother. Uh, Uncle Buck. He got nominated for the longest title of an award I've ever heard. Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or Movie. Wow. That oh is a long God. title. Yeah, You're like right. Long. It's unbelievable. So who plays, because it's somebody famous too that plays Versace. Uh, Edgar Ramirez. Oh, Edgar Ramirez. Yeah, there you go. He's I, great. I felt like I knew. Yeah, you did. But you I have no idea. Did he look like Versace? I don't really know what Gianni looked like. But I guarantee you this. Uh, what's her face? Donatella. Donate- Donatella does not look like Donatella. I can guarantee oh, you that. Not these days. She oh, is. Man. Yeah, that the woman that's fun. playing her is much prettier than. You know who it is? Is Penelope Cruz. Oh, yeah. No, they don't I look. I thought that's who it was. 
because it is Penelope. They, they did a good job. Anything alike? No. Oh God, no. no. Well, I mean, Donatella even like pre pre butchery, Donatella didn't look anything <laughs> pre butchery. Like well, didn't Donatella Versace? She kind of looks like. Uh, oh, oh so she, she looks like um, Alice Cooper. So she wasn't. She wasn't That's different not looking a before she had. I mean, she wasn't attractive, is what you're saying. Before she had surgery, either. No. She was significantly more attractive than she is now. Um, yeah, why she, did she looks do like it? a monster. Yeah, and what's now. with the mouth? I don't know. People her, go crazy. They just go insane. They get a tiny bit of wealth and they just go insane. It's true. I don't know. I, I would say 99% of people can't has, handle having more than just like a, a few million. This is what I even <laughs> not even that. You, you hear people winning the lottery for 100,000 and they destroy their lives trying to impress everyone. And 100,000 is really not that much money in the grand no. scheme of things. Oh, Considering no. you can't even really buy a you can't buy house a house in a with good that. Neighborhood yeah, that. you can barely buy a car with it after taxes. It's yeah, but that little amount of money, they just that's, they get a tiny taste true. of power. Although I have to say, we've been going down to Florida <clears throat> for many, many years, and ten years ago, I saw way more women all monstered up than I do yeah. now. <laughs> monstered up, monstered up. <laughs> yeah, well, with the gigantic true. lips, and yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, you see them on occasion yeah. now, but and you their don't... faces look like someone took like a yeah a winch and went. <laughs> yeah, I almost wonder if it was just a combination of the. Uh, I, I don't know how old are fillers. Are fillers like ten years old? Maybe people just went nuts when they first well, came. It depends on the, on the kind of filler. Because they have a lot of different things that you can, you know, put in there, and yeah, not but, all of well, them are equal. But, but, but the fillers—it's the amount they put in. And, and, that, and I, I think yeah. what happens is this: is that there's a certain group of men and women who like adulation. They find a plastic surgeon who right. will, will play on that. They yeah, say, yep. "Oh, you're beautiful. We're just going to do some change. It's going to look beautiful." So yeah. they go Did there the tight, not yep. to have the surgery, but to hear this person say, "Oh, you're beautiful." He's yeah. a world's expert in being. He's a, he was trained to be what beauty is. Mm-hmm. You are beautiful. That's what they're going to hear. It's, it's just like Munchausen. Okay, almost. so they have they ever been out in the real world? No, <laughs> no <laughs> these they, people never. Exactly. Never had a salesperson know. tell them that something looks good on them. What and, looks and, terrible. Uh, and have you ever gone up to somebody and said, what's with the, what's with the lips? What's with, well, you look gross. No, I have never gone up to someone well, and said, you look once. gross. <laughs> I think I have. Oh, yeah? This Back woman, in the squealing days. Seriously. You look gross. This woman turned around and I, I, I said, excuse me, you dropped something or something? And she turned around and I, I literally went, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was—I felt yeah. so bad, but she looked like a monster. She yeah. was just it like all oddly really... puffy, and just her lips were like. I go. Like, they look terrible. Well, what's the other thing about old fillers is that what happens 10, 15 years after they were injected? You know. Yeah, but they go someplace. Yeah. I mean, it could be just a salon, and those we people don't know they, where it is. they make they make money. By how much they inject, yep, and, and they oh. get these people in. So, oh, one cc. Oh, how about two cc's? Mm. Well, you know, why don't we do like eight cc's into your lips? Look how beautiful your lips are. Oh, they're yeah. just luscious. You have oh. luscious lips. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, they want to hear this, and they keep going back. And let's Less put it in your more. cheeks, and let's do this. Mm-hmm. And oh, well, I was at the dentist yesterday getting my fractured tooth repaired oh that was really fun and um dentists are not this dentist it dentists are now doing facelifts i eye jobs and botox and fillers a lot of dentists are doing this i might get a dentist 
Why would you say, you know what I'm going to do is have my dentist give well, yeah, me a I facelift? Know, I know hey, that. Ralph, you're a doctor. Could you give me like a colonoscopy? You want to see me whipping that thing up in there? <laughs> Grinding it around. Well, that, well, that, well, that's right. Maybe this is how you do it. There yeah. you go. Well, they, they think it through. Hey, you're a plumber. Can, can you side my house? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. But just, why is that even like a legal thing? I guess because they're I a doctor? Know. I, they're not a, oh, they're, no, they're a dentist. Apparently, the theory is that your face becomes worn down because your teeth are unhealthy, which causes bone loss in the face. So they oh, somehow yeah. repair the bone loss, even though that's not really no. But possible. they actually are giving facelifts. They're apparently, fa- it's a it's a true story. And another thing too, which is very, oh, it's time to take a break. We'll take a break and be back with hour two with the family. <laughs> 